Fans around the world, thank you for joining us once again here on Talk and Fight for another episode of the Friday Night Panel. Coming up on nearly three years. Unbelievably, eh? Uh, but here we are. And what a weekend. Uh, oh my god. Yeah. I don't know where you I don't know where you want to start. But, uh, well, uh, I know where I want to start. Okay, where, where do you want to start? Where you guys start? Where you guys start? Honestly, let's let's just let's just start it off with the big talk. It's gotta be the Usek Dubois fight. The date is set, August 26th, guys. This is a much-anticipated, unified, heavyweight title showdown between Usek and Dubois. Uh, this one live on ESPN Plus, streaming right from Poland, beginning at 5 p.m. Eastern, guys. Remember, 5 p.m. Eastern. Yep. Uh, this one's going to be great, man. Usyk is gearing up to protect his WBA, WBO, and IBF world titles against WBA mandatory contender Daniel Dubois. Uh, the showdown is slated for Saturday, guys. So make sure you remember, mark this one on your calendars, 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I'm loving this one. Uh, you know, for Usyk, this isn't just another fight. You know, the experienced 36-year-old Southpaw views this matchup as a stepping stone towards his goals of becoming an undisputed champion in two weight classes, right? Uh, the fact that this event is set to happen during the Ukrainian Independence Day weekend only amplifies its magnitude. Guys, I know you have seen it. If you haven't, check out the social media. Usyk has been all over social media with this one, guys. Uh, you know, his rise from cruiserweight to heavyweight is a testament to his exceptional talent and grit. Uh, this two-time Olympian and 2012 gold medalist boasts an unembellished professional record of 20 wins, 13 of which are coming by, yep, knockout. Uh, ever since turning pro in 2013, mm -hmm. Usyk has made his mark in the boxing world, snagging the WBO Cruiserweight World title as early as 2016. Uh, you know, he didn't stop there. In 2018, he cemented his dominance by becoming that undisputed champion uh, in that Cruiserweight division. Uh, you know, first clinching the WBC title against Marius Bredis, uh, then securing the WBA and IBF belts from uh, Gassiev. And then, you know, he stepped into that heavyweight scene and... You know what he did, man. Look what he did. <laughs> Let's be real. He came into that heavyweight scene and, uh, you know, made himself known and uh, made it made it in a big way. Uh, so much so that this is all we've been talking about since, you know, the rematch. That he still, still kept those belts. So big weekend for him. Uh, this one's great. Uh, some good fights uh, coming up on the undercard, uh, Guys, really... This is going to be a lengthy one. Uh, on the uh, well, on the co-main event, you got Daniel Lappin is taking on Ariel Schwartz. This one's for the IBO Continental Light Heavy Title. This one's vacant, guys. Uh, Lappin, who's in this is going into his eighth fight. He's ranked 225th in that light heavyweight division, and he's taking Ariel Schwartz, who is ranked 324th. Uh, he's sporting a record of 26 and one. So this is going to be your uh, your co-main event, guys, for the title. Uh, there's also well, actually, there's probably there's there's kind of like three co-main events because there are three straps up for grabs other than the four straps that are on this card. Uh, Bernicek taking on Yujit for the WBO International uh, Light. That one is going to be great, man. I can't wait to see that fight. And then we got Dimitro uh, Matrovanov taking on Hamza Shiraz. Guys, Hamza Shiraz, I've been telling you about this kid for some time in that middleweight division. He oh, is going to be fighting for the WBC silver middle title. Uh, against Dimitro. Uh, this one's going to be great, man. Uh, Shiraz, 17-0. Really like the way this kid fights, man. Uh, you know, he's ranked 13th right now uh, in the world in that middleweight division. He's ranked three in the UK out of 113. Uh, you know, this 6'3", 24-year-old uh, man, he's uh, 
you know, his last fight, TKO'd River Wilson Bent in the second round, if you guys don't remember that. That was for the Commonwealth and uh, WBC Silver Middle titles. So, guys, I know I've been talking a lot. Let's uh, let's discuss this card. Uh, you know, I have four minutes of me just doing this. It just seemed like I need to give you give it a break. So, your thoughts? Go ahead, Neil. You, you did a show, Boxing 101, on this. Uh, you're primed. What are your thoughts? <laughs> Good evening, guys. <clears throat> Thanks again for having me out. I really appreciate it. Nice to see you again. Yeah, well, uh, like Mike was saying, for four great weekend. Uh, there's a lot of fights going on, but obviously the big one is going to be the Usyk Dubois fight. And uh, yeah, Usyk is uh, one of those guys. I've, I've been watching him as we all have been since he was a you know cruiserweight, a unified champion. Now he went to the heavyweight division. Um, He's, he, he, I think, to be honest with you, the more I think about it, I hate to say it, but they're just priming him up for that uh, Fury Usyk uh, Saudi Arabian thing. That they're the Saudi Arabians got up. They, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. I really, I'm just looking at it as a whole. Uh, I mean, I like Dubois. He, he's definitely a good fighter and stuff. But there's something that gives me the inclination that that Usyk, uh, they, they got something planned. All right, and it just didn't work. Out the first why they weren't able, they weren't able to sign it um so this is kind of like a prepper i think to that so uh, i think it's going to be a great fight obviously uh they both came in in great condition dubois uh was at one of which will tell you that he's uh planning to move a little bit more uh i know that yusa came in at a 220 and a half and uh and dubois came in at 233 which is which is quite a number of pounds below what he normally fights at so <clears throat> his power probably won't be diminished um but again i think he's, he's his strategy is to try to stay in there because yusik is more of a uh, a full like a full-rounded fighter yusik doesn't knock a lot of guys out he does but he's more of a look at his last couple fights right guys unanimous decisions split decision unanimous decision uh so i don't I think this is going to be a pretty long, long drawn out fight. I'm probably going to think it's going to be Usyk, uh, unanimous decision, something of that sort. And if Dubois can get that uh, lucky punch, because we all know he has the power to do it, that's what he's going to look for. He's going to hopefully use his uh, lighter weight to move around the ring, because Usyk is a power, uh, power pressure fighter. You know, he can throw punches from all angles. He throws combinations like left, right, straight lefts, uppercuts, all kinds of stuff where. Dubois more relies on that that power that power punch. So it's going to be an interesting fight. I honestly think it will be. I'll be definitely looking forward to it. Now I had a question for Mike or yourself, Graham. Did anybody hear about uh, Prince Nazim's uh, son? Did they find a a guy to fight him? Does last I saw, it was still it, last I saw it was still TBA. Yeah. Uh, the, the one interesting thing I'll say about uh, this Dubois uh, Usyk fight is du Dubois came out in the press and said something really silly he said uh Yusik's an old man and you know i'm basically i'm going to crush him and yeah. he went on further to say you know i'm going to use by any means necessary um so someone pointed out it's going to be really up to the referee here to make sure that dubois isn't getting away with uh shenanigans but one of the things that someone else pointed out was that he said the same thing about joe joyce who broke his or orbital bone in back in 2020 and uh, stopped that fight so Dubois 
I would say known for doing his talking, but uh, not, you know, he's only had that one loss against Joe Joyce uh, and Usyk's undefeated in his career. Uh, Dubois is a couple inches taller, a couple of pounds heavier. Uh, but then I think so is Anthony Joshua when he got clobbered twice by Usyk. Um, I remember going into that first fight saying, oh, Joshua's got this. He's, he's bigger. He's powerful. He's got that longer reach. And but also had, but also had 15 months out of the ring. Right. <laughs> right. And then came out to Rocky. <laughs> right. Yeah. Can't do that. Don't do that, man. That's 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 jinxing yourself right there, man. So those those those, those are some of the things that I heard. Like, uh, and it was interesting to hear the comments back from the, the boxing fans themselves. We've got long memories, and uh, you know, Dubois is going to be, I think, a long night. Uh, I don't think it's going to be as easy as he thinks. No. Uh, but ultimately, I do think he will lose. And I agree with you, Neil. I think it's a setup. Uh, for the Fury fight, then a lot of people are wondering, is Fury really going to be able to beat Nagano? Like at the end of the day, like this, this, that, that's no small challenge. Well, he, hits, he hits like a Ford Fiesta at 60 kilometers an hour. Yeah, man. Like this, that's not going to be an easy fight for Fury. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see uh, what does happen. Uh, if well, the, other, the other thing guys I want to point out is it is in Poland. Right. And you can imagine the number of Ukrainian people that are in Poland right now. Yeah, we mentioned that last week, if you recall. Yeah, so there is going to be a, a serious, uh, you know, uh, following for Usyk. He's already a national hero. Yeah, bro. Yeah, for uh, sure. On every level. So uh, right there, and Dubois is kind of going into very hostile territory, uh, trying to fight a guy basically who's who's got the crowd behind him. Uh, you know, there's so much. You know, we've seen it all year long, guys. How this has been going with. Uh, with with how they're setting up some of these big mega fights, and they're they're you know they they the first time, so they they needed to keep Usyk kind of something to do, I guess you know what I mean. Hey, Dubois got a chance, but I really do think it's it's they're they're really hoping to have that Fury uh, Usyk super fight, right? They have to, they have to. That's what you don't understand. They have to. Right. There has been no undisputed heavyweight champion since. The introduction of the fourth belt. We have not seen it. There has been no undisputed heavyweight champion since 2004. The last one was the three belt era, and that was none other than the Canadian British fighter, <laughs> Lennox Lewis. Yep. Lennox Louis. Little shout out to Carl there. <laughs> but yes, yo, this, this, hey. this is a must. This has to happen. You know what? I'll tell you though, uh, Dubois moves. He's got some, he's got some great action he's got good footwork he looks good hands he's fast he's been out of the limelight for a long time we have not been talking to him you know he's been staying really low key um he, he beat kevin larina right yeah last yeah and I'll, t I'll tell you he's he's got a lot in the tank man and you know we haven't really seen much of him so you know what has he been doing what has he been working on there's a lot of things that he could uh, he could possibly show up here with in this uh, in this fight, uh, some new tools in in his repertoire, and he might be able to uh, you know shock the world and 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 put Usyk on his ass because he definitely has the ability to. It's whether or not he can capitalize on that ability because don't forget Usyk once he gets on that inside is really good at playing those angles from side to side, and that's how he picked apart Anthony Joshua both times. You know, follow that, follow that shot back into the body. Boom, stay on that inside. One, two, come to the side, turn that angle. Bang, bang, bang. That's yeah. what he kept doing the whole time. And you know what? Usyk is a very <clears throat> smart fighter. 
This is going to be, I think it's going to be a little more technical than a lot of people think it's going to be. I think it, you know, it, it probably will go the distance. It's going to come down to points. Um, yeah, man. Um, I'm, I'm going to say, you know, if it goes to points, I'm going to say Usyk takes it. Uh, you know, but but you never know. It could be a, it could be a stoppage. And if it's going to be a stoppage, I think it might be uh, Dubois that's taking this one away. One of the other uh, boxing fans pointed out, you were mentioning the new styles or new new techniques, if you will, that uh, Dubois is being taught and, and trained. Um, and then someone said, yeah, but you, you don't want to test him out against Usyk. No, you know, true, true. You, you're going in. You're going into battle with a very uh, hard he's man. He's and, a veteran, right? And yeah. anyway, so it, it might not be the right uh, opponent to be you, testing. You're, you're getting in the ring with a man that was willing to put down his gloves, pick up a gun, and go and kill people for his country. True, true. Right? He's, uh, yeah. he's not afraid of a hey, battle. Can, can I mention one more quick thing, guys? Mister Mike, yeah, uh, Mike, sure. can I mention something else, Graham? Sorry about this. Uh, yeah, go for it. I found it very interesting. Unfortunately, uh, Tim is not with us this evening. The first heavyweight fight that uh, that Yusuk had, moving from cruiserweight to heavyweight, was Ironic Spoon's second cousin, Chaz Witherspoon. Yeah, I, I so didn't know that. Chaz, yeah. Chaz Witherspoon is Tim's second cousin. He was the first guy to fight. Music uh, only has four heavyweight fights under his belt. This is his fourth one. Yeah, one, two, three, four. Yeah. No, one, two, three. This is his fifth, I guess. Two with Joshua. Two with Joshua. Chaz. The first one with Chaz. Yeah. So he's got. Yeah. So Chaz was the first one, right? And uh, unfortunately, he, he retired in the seventh round i mean uh he uh but uh, obviously he was up against a a unified cruiserweight champion of the world and he was at 215 pounds in that fight that was his first heavyweight fight he's now gained five and a half pounds of solid muscle so um basically i was just interested i was going to ask him if he all about that fight and what if he had ever you know said anything to him in regards to that but i thought that was pretty interesting chaz was 38 and four in his career and he retired in 2019 professional fight was against uh Yusik. so uh interesting i just found that interesting kind of ironic before we move on to the next card i just want to say I, that that was thanks neil that was great buddy i actually i totally forgot that yeah tim wow. did mention that back back in the day though he did mention this to us it's a good yeah a lot of oh, people don't know that it's yeah you know, it's great um, and, and, and before you move on, I will I'll quickly interject. Then, if Tim were here, there's only one word he'd say: defense. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Tim's here in spirit, um, guys. If you're like me and you love watching these undercards and the pre, you know, these prelim fights, these before the before the bell fights, as you call them, um, the the second fight to open up this card uh, is this kid that I've been watching for a little while. I pro, uh, you know, I profiled him a while back. Um, Fedor Suzekian, you know, this kid, um, in that middleweight division, he's ranked 18th right now. He's 22 and all Polish. This kid, man, um, he, he impressed me the last time he was out. Uh, he took on, uh, Elias and Spinatas and it was a late round TKO. Uh, before that he won a unanimous decision against, uh, Nathaniel Gil uh, Gilmore. So 
yeah, be on the lookout for this kid, man. He's only fought a few times on U.S. soil, um, but I think we're going to be seeing a lot more of this kid. Uh, he's ranked 18th right now at 1,577, uh, ranked number one in Poland for that middleweight division. He's 22-0, 14 wins coming by way of knockout, 6-1, 72-inch reach, 27-year-old, man. Uh, be on the lookout for him, man. He's on this card. Uh, definitely gets my stamp of approval. That's it. I like it. Like it. Awesome. I like it too. Like it. Like or stamp of approval. <laughs> <That's it. laughs> or should it be like this? <laughs> There's a stamp of approval, guys. That's there it. There you go. Uh, but yeah, so let's move on because honestly, I am super excited for this other card. This is the one that like I can't miss. I'm gonna turn my phone off. Uh, you know, I'm not even. I'm not even gonna watch this with people next to me because I don't want to hear people talk. Because this. Uh, Anderson card, man. Yeah. This Anderson card, wow. It is stacked, guys. Stacked. You want to talk about up and comers? Here we go. Anderson, Rudenko, August 26, 10 30 p.m. Guys, this one is live on ESPN. So you know it's uh it's gonna be a good one. Jared Anderson Anderson, we all know unbeaten record 15. And all 14 wins coming by way of knockout. He will be back in action against Ukrainian powerhouse Rudinko. Uh, this one, the main event is scheduled for Saturday, August 26th, under the bright lights of the Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Tulsa. Um, Anderson's first fight of 2023. He's making his third appearance. Um, no, this is this is gonna be great, man. Hot on the heels of the recent win over previous world champion Charles Martin, uh, cheered on by 7,000 strong in that crowd. Uh, in his backyard of Toledo. So this one, guys, um, you know, top ranks head honcho. Bob Abram has high hopes for Anderson, you know, hitting at that future where, you know, he sees him as, you know, heavyweight championship belt older. You know, he points out that Rodenko, uh, the experienced Fox, will be a tough nut to crack, though. Uh, Bob promises an electric atmosphere uh, with the fans at the Hard Rock. Uh, you know, since turning pro 2019, Anderson has climbed the ranks with a rapid pace, guys. We've been on him. We've been following him here. Graham, you like him. I pointed him on to you. I've showed you this kid. He's got it, man. He's the first, uh, you know, his first 14 opponents backing in six rounds or less uh, with Jerry Forrest um, and undefeated talents like George Arias, uh, Vladimir Tershkin uh, in his hit list, man. Like this this kid, he's, he's just been knocking him down. You know, walking away with a unanimous decision against Martin after 10 intense rounds. Uh, you know, currently sitting seventh in the WBO, ninth in the WBC rankings. Anderson is aiming for the division's big guns, man. Anderson is here. He isn't here, you know, to, to just just be here, man. He's here to make a statement. Uh, you know, he's here to dominate. Uh, and honestly, I don't think, uh, you know, it might be a tough nut to crack with Rodenko's, you know, as the opponent on the other side of the ring. But I think uh, Anderson's going to put this one away. I think this one's not going the distance. You know, uh, Rodenko is a seasoned veteran with a record of 35 and 6 with 21 wins coming by way of knockout, but he is 39 years old. You know, uh, had, he had a flawless 24 and 0 record before losing to undefeated uh, hopefuls Lucas Brown and uh, Huey Fury. Uh, so Rodenko, however, bounced back with seven back to back wins and bagged his first regional title. Uh, recently, he's been given the sports heavyweights a real challenge, uh, you know, falling short of a decision against previous world champion Alexander Povetkin. Current European champion Ajit Kabel and uh, top shot Zeli Big Bang Zhang. So Rodenko sees this as a golden opportunity, uh, you know, coming in here. 
this could be a major upset. And if it is, it will put this guy on, you know, the level to uh, start making that climb again. But what, what an undercard, man. What an undercard. Let's, let's, let's talk about this one. We got F.A. Ajagba taking on Zan Kasabunitsky. Yeah, it's a big one, man. This is a big one. Yeah. Um, Some big fights, man. You know, big fights there, Mike. Big, big fights. Big fights. Uh, you know, adding to this excitement, um, also, backdoor Jalaloviv will step into the ring against Nigeria's. Um, uh, don't, Come on. Don't. <laughs> Are you ready? <laughs> you got him. A Or a Norod. Or an order, oh yeah, or me, I guess it is. Uh, for his first appearance under the top rank banner, uh, expect these two promising talents. Guy, uh, Jogba finally, uh, remembered as a 2016 Nigerian Olympian, has a solid reputation as a knockout machine. Uh, you know, he was like what runner up for that knockout of the year. I think we gave it to him two years ago with that nasty. Nasty one punch shotgun to the face knockout. Uh, where Buddy kissed his knee on the way down, man. He was like, his feet never moved and he spun and he hit the ground in the same spot he was standing. It was crazy. Uh, but yo, Ajagba, this kid, he's got uh, he's got some power in his hands. So, you know, I, I'm, I'm sticking with my man. He's got that one blemish on his record, but uh, yo, I, I like I like I like Ajagba for this one. And I think you know, it's gonna be uh, you know, five six round stoppage. Is where I think it is going to be, but we've got so many sh fighters on this card, man. We have Bruce Carrington opening up the card. Shushu, this yep. kid, watch out for this kid, man. I've been saying this since this kid turned pro, guys. Now ranked 117th in the world in the featherweight division. Follow that is going to be Nico Ali Walsh. They're yep. both these guys are eight and zero right now. Abdullah Mason is on this card as well, ranked 115th in the lightweight division. Man, this kid's 9-0. We got Jeremiah Milton, 10-0 right now, ranked 132 in the heavyweight division. So this, this card is just, you know, you got the top end of the card, Charlie Shiraz taking on Johan Vasquez. That's a big fight there. Backdoor Jalilov, 12-0, taking on his opponent, right? Then we got uh, Zarupov. Uh, he's 3-0. I don't really know too much about this kid. Uh, he is in the welterweight division. He's 3-0 right now. Um, he is another Kazakhstanian kid. 3-0, two wins coming by way of knockout. He's ranked number two in Kazakhstan, 215th in the world right now. Uh, and, you, you know, Kazakhstan's been putting out these, uh, these, these crazy fighters, man. Like, let's talk about that. About what the whole card? All of or... it, all of it, and the fact that Kazakhstan is killing it with these kids. They got a great <laughs> boxing program over there, man. They're pop, they're popping these kids in here, and they're just coming in and uh, you know devastating everybody. It's great. Yeah. yeah. So something that the uh, as we've said often, the British tend to ignore, um, and completely unrelated. But I'm going to say it anyway, uh, in the hopes that Carl is listening. Uh, this goes out to you, Carl, specifically from Last Bell Boxing. Uh, this is a Canadian heavyweight. He, this has nothing to do with this card. But his name is Simon Keane, and he was a Canadian Olympic boxer, as was uh, Lennox Lewis. Um, anyway, he's I believe he's undefeated, maybe has one loss to his record. Uh, but he, he was on the undercard of the Better Beev fight that got cancelled, or okay. postponed, got postponed, actually. When Bitterbeev, and he's been rescheduled. 
It's been rescheduled to January of 2024. And uh, I just wanted to point out that Simon Keen, a Canadian heavyweight, is on that card. Anyway, sorry. Go ahead. Hey, Tim, how you doing? Hey, I've been getting on late lately. That's all right. Okay. Can get on here. How are you? I'm fine. Can get on. There you go. Okay. There is another card. Um, before before we get uh, Tim talking about everything, and let me just mention this one. It's a small little card, guy. Colanzo Diagon or uh, Diagon. Uh, this one, Puerto Rican sensation El El Pupilio. <laughs> Seven and oh, five KOs is set to defend his WBO mini flyweight world championship against Garen Hellboy Dagen, who is 10 3 with five KOs, uh, hailing from General Santos City in the Philippines. This one's scheduled for Saturday, the 26th. This bout is the first men's world title fight in Puerto Rico in over half a decade. Wow, so, yeah, this is huge. The event. A part of Golden Boy Fight Night series will broadcast live on the zone uh, from San Juan. So this one's going to be great. Um, Colazo, also known as El Poilo, uh, has rocketed to prominence among active Puerto Rican boxers, calculated by his spectacular knockout of former title holder Melvin Gringo Jerusalem on May the 27th. His talent adapt uh, and adaptability and his lethal left hand uh, you know, probably <clears throat> champion led to a record-breaking championship fight victory, making him the quickest Puerto Rican to become a world champion, guys. So make sure you watch this one. There's not too many people that you might know on here. Uh, I know Angel Acosta is fighting on this one against Carlos uh, uh, Um uh, We also got Yen Santana is on this one. It's another up-and-comer in the featherweight division. You know, these 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 small guys, man. This is this is a small card. The headline is minimum weight. Then we're looking at super fly, light fly, feather, and light. We got a light heavy on this one. Yar, uh, Yar Benjamin Gallardo Lozano, 4-0, taking on Kevin Johnson. So that's going to be the opener. That's going to be a heavyweight division. Uh, we've got ranked number 229th in the world. Lozano is taking on the no-ranked Kevin Johnson. So that's going to open it up. And then we got some uh, little, little lightweight and fly guys uh, going to be knocking each other around. So definitely going to be a good one to watch. Right. Hey, um, Neil, we kind of skipped over you. Uh, did, uh, did you have any thoughts on the, on the uh, top rank fight? Yeah, actually, Before... I did have some things to say about it. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, sir, I just wanted to touch on that small one because I know that we're now going to talk mostly about this big card. Oh. So let's, let's just talk about the big card now. Okay. <laughs> Hey Tim, how are you? I'm sorry. Can you hear us? Oh, guys. Good, good, Neil. Oh, you can hear me. Yeah, yes. I can hear you. I, I oh, can hear you. Let me you. hang this up. Okay. All right, so, uh, so anyways, guys, let's. Uh, I, I had a couple of things to talk about uh, that Mike had just uh, just uh, was nice enough and gracious enough to talk about to the talking fight fans here. Uh, and I talk about these guys on my show as well. I did a little more research and I found some really interesting stuff on these guys. So, uh. Bakodir Jalalov, who is uh, yeah. who is fighting uh, on the on the undercard, he actually won the gold medal, right? Two twenty Tokyo Olympics, okay. and he actually beat Torres Jr. on the way to winning that 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 belt. Did I, I wow. mean he beat Jared Anderson as an like in in the Olympics, right? Which yeah. is interesting. I mean he's a really big guy. We all know if you know if you've seen him. 
six foot seven, Mike, right? Three, 250 pounds or something like he towers guys. Right. But yeah, I, I saw him fight Torres in the, uh, in the uh, finals of the, uh, of the 2020, uh, you know, gold medal match. And Torres came is a shorter guy, you know, uh, obviously, but a much shorter guy. And he was <laughs> inside in the first round on him. And, uh, and, uh, Jalilov had a hard time with that that style and all the fights that I've seen him in he keeps his distance because he has a really long reach he has a devastating yeah, he's got great a 81 inch reach man yeah he's got a massive reach yeah. but these guys like if, if if they if they can get inside on a guy that size you know and start doing the inside damage man he has a hard time with it I could see because Torres that now is in the Olympics right he didn't win the fight obviously but uh, he gave it a really good shot you know what I mean so It'll be interesting to see. Uh, he's fighting that uh, Anora Dod Iwarami. Iwarami? Yeah. Yeah, who was the uh, World <laughs> Boxing Federation Intercontinental Heavyweight Champion at one point. I guess I don't know if he is anymore, but um, he's not a you bad fighter. But really long think... arms. You're talking about somebody with long arms, right? Long arms, yeah. So, uh, so I mean, I think, uh, I think this is a stepping stone for uh, Jalilov. Uh, you know, unfortunately, I, but I don't, I, I watched his, I watched him and I, he needs a lot of work. That's all yeah, I got. He's got a big left hand though, man. Big like, left hand, man. You he's got, got a big left big. hand. He's got a left what hand. What you mean? Hell. What you mean? My oh. big left hand. He's got, he's got a big, he's got big power. Well, straight he's left. He's got that straight three. left. That's really hard. Yeah. He's got so a he southpaw or right yeah. hand? Yeah. No, he's a southpaw. Oh, and he got the straight left. Okay. He's got that. He's got that 81 inch reach straight left. Okay. Right, so that's the thing. Like, if you, if a lot of people, because yo, this guy's got twelve wins, twelve by knockout. This guy's a hundred percent finish rate. Okay, this guy's a monster. The thing is, is he doesn't have to, like you know his skill his skill level might not be there, but I'll tell you these uh these guys you know in that in that division like and and coming out of where they're coming from, like you know this guy this guy's he's, he's the big Uzbek Uzbekistan has been producing these crazy crazy fighters lately and, and real quick one, nowadays real quick nowadays yeah. there's nobody do to tell the boxer how to deal with that long arm right now, so if you see all these fights today like we keep going back to anthony joshua dante wilder they're getting hit with shots there's nobody to tell them how exactly how to get that long hand or how to stay away from it. So he's right. going to continue on being successful with that. Definitely. Unless some Definitely. old timer or somebody smart come up there and, um, you know, go against them. Prime example of somebody. I'll, that's I'll, hard I'll to tell deal you with. too. Hold on, Mikey. I'll tell you too. Tim Jalalov. I don't know why, but man, he keeps his hands really low. I know we keep talking about it, man, but he, how tall is he? Six, he's seven. six seven, but his hands are always down low, and he's got that long straight left. Somebody's not telling him to keep him here, or right. he's comfortable. He's comfortable. He's knocking guys out, but yep. there might be somebody out there that, oh. that show their boxer how to get to him. Oh, absolutely. Go to learn defense and offense. I'm telling you, he needs to learn a lot. But I'm kind of surprised. I mean, he was the Olympic champion, gold medal, super heavyweight champion, 2020, right? And Richard Torres Jr., he beat Jared Anderson, we were just saying, in that tournament in the Olympics. And we'll be talking about him a little more in a bit. But And, and Richard Torres Jr. came in there, and he's a shorter guy. And he got right inside in that first round and did some damage. If, if you ever watch it, guys out there talking Fightland or anybody, check it out. Uh, so 
But I just I don't have a lot of confidence in him right now. Anyways, I really don't. I don't think that that he's going to have an issue with the with his the opponent. Uh, this Could he take there. a punch? Yeah. Are you sure? Oh, yeah. I'm not sure, man. He kind of got rocked a few times. He doesn't have a, he doesn't have a chin of steel, but he's got a, he's got a chin. He's yeah, like, he can take some shots. But see, the thing with him, he's like Zhang, like big big bang Zhang. You know, he can take those shots. But that thing is, is when he throws that right jab out and then follows with that huge left in behind it. Nobody's expecting that distance, right? Like nobody's expecting him to come forward so far with that. He's been fighting a bunch of shoemakers and garbage men. Trust me, man. Honestly, the guys he's fighting are not really that that straight left. That straight left is definitely a punch that's hard. It's a good punch because we see it. Zhang beat Joe Joyce the same way. Ref stoppage. Why? Because. Joyce couldn't see any more out of his eye after he kept running into that big straight. Oh, Zhang from Japan. I mean, from China. Yeah, big Zhang. Remember him? Yeah. Yeah. So he's got that big straight left too, right? Just like this kid does, Jalalov. He's got a big straight left, yeah. and he's knocking people out. He's twelve and twelve, man. Yeah. Well, you know, this building processes in the early stages of a yes. boxer's career where they're getting you opponents. They don't want to get you somebody that's uh, educated or tough enough. They got to build it up so that fight could become a lot of money down the line. Exactly. Um, nowadays, I think they just putting them, there's nobody to really challenge them undefeated guys that's building up. Um, and um, down the line, you might see somebody that could challenge them. During our era, there would have been a lot of guys to challenge them, but. I see. I seen the um the guy from China. He's not bad. He's good. He's good. Big bangs. So this other guy you was talking about, he you think he's better than? I don't know. He's not. He's not as skilled, but he's definitely got that big left hand like Zhang. Okay. Right. He's got that big finish him left hand. It's straight, eighty-one inches, man. That's 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 a huge reach. But who is he fighting too? Who is he fighting? That that's another thing. He's building him up. Did they give him a challenge yet? He's not really a challenge, man. Okay. Um, the guy's twenty and two. Um, he's he's Nigerian. Uh, he was inactive for a bit there. Uh, his last fight before this one was twenty nineteen. So he hasn't been in the ring, in, in, mm-hmm. and we're talking a couple of years here. So I wish you guys had the videos so we could talk about it. Just I, know, I wish we could. I, I wish we could play the videos and break them down like that. Because yeah, that would be yeah. That'd have been know, nice. Eventually, eventually, we'll get to that. We're working on a way. To do that, so we can start analyzing these videos. Uh, so he doesn't have before. defense. No, he doesn't. He's well, not. The, he's in, in your way of defense. No, no, no. In, <laughs> in the way you, you believe a fighter should have, like, sure, everybody's got a bit of defense, you know, but nobody's nobody's using shoulder and he hands, don't bring you know? his hands back. He just leave him here. He leaves him down a lot. Okay, he's right? bound That's to get- that shows inexperience, and that shows somebody who hasn't been knocked out yet. His first okay. knockout will fix all of that, right? The first loss, sorry, first lesson when he gets taught is going to be to keep his hands up because you know what? There's going to be a time where he steps into the ring against somebody who's got a big reach like him, who's a big man just like him, and you know what? He might get knocked. He might be on the other end of that. And then, you know, he'll probably learn to keep his hands up. But until somebody teach him or somebody teach him. (laughs) Yeah, or if he's got somebody in his corner that wants to teach him. But right now, you know, the kid's young. Well, he's 29. But uh, the guy. No, the bottom the line is his hands should be up. There's a yeah. reason why them hands are there. Somebody's not telling them to keep them up. Yeah, somebody's yeah. not telling them. Because yeah. if it was Mirror. me, I would have him like this, elbows against here, and duck his head in, catching everything. If it was me. Yeah. 
Somebody's not telling them to keep his hands up here. I'm telling you. I, uh, any any decent trainer will say, no, keep your hands up here because you can hit that overhand. Or, or you got to. Somebody is, has to be teaching them. Somebody's well, not he, teaching them because he's, he's like he's this. At, right now he resides out of Brooklyn, New York. So, you know, he is, he is from Uzbekistan. Uh, he has relocated to Brooklyn, New York. So hopefully, hopefully we get to see him um, – well, you know? he just he just signed that multi-fight deal with Top Rank. This is the first one, right? Yeah, yeah. And funny enough, Jared Anderson and Richard Torres Jr. are all signed to Top Rank. So, right. oh yeah, and yo, are you kidding me? Bob Abrams got the friggin' market hooked on that shit, bro. Listen, any of these, any of these, <laughs> what you call blue chip prospects, yo, he's already got his hooks in them, man. He gets them all first. But that's what it that's what it's like when you're the big dog on campus, I guess, right? You're, you're the big dog in the fight game, the big promoter, you know, the one that's been around forever. This guy's, what, is he 90 years old now? 91. Bobby, 91? 91? Yeah. Bob Arrow. Yeah, 91, eh? Wow. I was always cool right? with Bob. Hey, hey Neil, this would be, cool. this, this, this be a good cool time for you to ask Tim that question you were asking before. Oh, yes. Usyk's first fight. Yeah, we were talking about the Usyk Dubois uh, confrontation, big battle this weekend, Tim. And I you said, you said, yeah, you said, and uh, Dubois, right? Uh, and okay. uh, and uh, I had made a comment uh, that your uh, second cousin Chaz was his first heavyweight uh, opponent when uh, Yusik went from cruiserweight to heavyweight. And uh, I did watch the fight, I did some research about your second cousin. And I, I know you helped him out with some trainers, Randy and another guy had said. I didn't help him out. He was I was still fighting and he was waiting for me to retire. I was it wasn't that it was only a couple of months. And inexperienced, uh somebody around him talked him into just going to these two brothers, who I really I'm cool with them, but I knew that I knew that uh he was making the wrong move. I knew me and him together could have made a whole lot of money and he would have been more successful. Um and it, it, you know, he went with he went with them, and I was like, "Wow, I retired, I'm ready." Um, and and this is this is results. I know we he would have went much further than what he went. Could have possibly won the championship if we would have worked together. And yeah, television, yeah, and television, looks, and everything would have really oh, Tim Witherspoon, yeah. Chaz Witherspoon, that would have been big. Did he mention anything about that fight to you? Uh, like how he <laughs> felt after the fight? I know he retired in the seventh. But well, uh, did he say anything about Yusuf to you? Like, well, hey, he didn't. He hasn't talking to me since since those days. You know, oh. I was we was train. Yeah, we was training, and and his dad called me a couple of times. Um, maybe they feel a certain way. I don't know. They know I'm a good guy. They can talk to me anytime. But but um, I I, I knew that we could have made it big together if he would have just. Um, I'm not saying it was jealousy or anything like that. Um, why didn't they come to me? Why didn't they contact me? I was, I was like, kind of like, wow. wow. And everybody was asking me, why aren't you with Chaz? Why you? And, I, and I had no excuse. I couldn't tell people. Hmm. Even in England, I was in England. I was in Ireland. They said, how come you're not training Chaz? I know, listen, those brothers that, that trained them, I know I'm a way better training them. I respect them. They're nice guys, but didn't have defense. They're not heavyweights. Um, and I just, I just said, wow, we could have really did a lot together, especially right. over in England. Yeah. Well, like I said, I, I was, I was, you know, I, I, I knew your, your, you had a cousin, you know, that was a fighter, 
But man, he had a really good career too. You know, he was 23 and 0 to start it off and he wow. was doing well. You know what I mean? So he only lost four. He was 38 and four, something like that, Tim. So he had a good career, but that was his last fight. He retired after that Usyk loss. So I just thought maybe, I don't you know. You know, he's very fun. intelligent. He went to college. He was in university and he's smart. And, 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 and that first, he knows how to manage his money. He's like a brainiac. He knows how to manage his money. He's a really nice guy. Mm-hmm. and stuff like that he's not like i don't know he's not street guy he's like a guy that you meet in the office yeah you know yeah. I mean, yeah he's a really nice guy but in box and 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 another thing too i heard they was talking to leila leila ali people and um they was always calling them and not me and and um and they was getting information from him he's getting Ooh. information from them and and i had people ready to just go in and fulfill with anything they needed but they was calling leila ali's husband talking mm-hmm. to them all the time this is what everybody was telling me and mm-hmm. i think it was the name it was the ali name they was talking to but not the skills you know they could have called me we had people we had a team but they was calling them because of layla and in the name that's what happened right. they was calling wherever her husband name name what's what's yeah. her husband's name they was calling him and talking to him trying to get information and i was like why are they doing that Mm-hmm. No disrespect. I love them guys. I love Layla and and and, and uh, her husband. I love yeah. them guys. Yeah, but that's what happened. They was calling people that was big, that you know, but didn't know boxing. Right. Who had a boxing train, and right. and and so that led them in the wrong direction. I had to answer questions everywhere. Why ain't you with Chaz? Why I was a nigga. How come you're not with him? Yeah. It was like it was like I wasn't a good skills i didn't have skills and i had to justify why i wasn't with him i said mm-hmm. well he I, this what i did real quick this was the excuse well i was retiring i was retired i was getting ready to retire and they didn't wait they couldn't wait and they went that's what i was telling people right but really i think it was the name and they went somewhere and they found out really what it really you know they found mm-hmm. out what they was looking for he's wow. a nice kid he's a nice kid yeah, well, like I said, I mean, you, I, I, I would have thought you, you would have had a little. The more, Hitton uh, Brothers, the Hitton yeah. Brothers. That's who the trainers was. Uh-huh. Was it Gary Hitton? Hitton? Wayne Hitton. It was Wayne. Yeah, Wayne, Wayne and and Larry. Uh, I had her name here. There he yeah. is. Two brothers. Yeah, they pretty nice Hitton too. Her. They pretty good. Yeah, yeah, one of the brothers did pretty good. He was a pretty good boxer too. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But it's funny how. How it says uh, online that you actually did the hookup for those two guys, and I thought, yeah, but Tim's Tim Tim, your uh, your trainer was his last name was Robinson, was it not? Robinson? Slim was the best. Slim yeah. Robinson. Or something. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Emmanuel so Stewart. Emmanuel Stewart. <laughs> Tommy Hearns' trainer gave. Yeah. I was confused because he gave Slim a lot of respect, and I stood there. I was in there. We was in camp together. And I heard him asking Slim stuff like he didn't know nothing to know. And I was like scratching my head. I'm saying Tommy Hearns is one of the top guys. And he giving my trainer all this respect. I'm like, and asking wow. him stuff to do. He was asking him what to do. I was confused. I'm saying here it is, Emmanuel Stewart. Tommy Hearns made him big, big, big stop. But here's his trainer asking my trainer all kind of stuff. What should I do? What should I do this and that? And I was like, right. But and not talk about Tommy. I love him. I was in camp with him. Tommy did not have a defense. He was all offense. And I don't think Emmanuel Stewart knew knew a lot of good defense. Because Tommy was a you fight Tommy, he will knock your head off. But if you catch him, the fight is over. 
he'll fight you. If you notice, he didn't have a he didn't do this and nothing. He just was getting hit. But offensively, and I love Tommy. He will gun you down. <laughs> he will gun well, you down. It's funny you said that, Tim, because I was watching one of my old favorite fighters, uh, Aaron Pryor. All right, okay. recently, and Emmanuel Stewart took over and only only trained him one fight. Later in his career, he only trained him one fight. They were saying. And Emmanuel said, because he doesn't have any defense, I can't have, you know, and yet you're telling me that he wasn't really a defensive trainer. Wait a minute. He was all offense prior. We all know that. He moved a lot and he didn't get hit a lot. So yeah. when you get tired, you have to go to that old time stuff, putting your hands up. Now there's a lot of movement. You move around and you yeah. have natural movement and you can move around, right? Yeah. But when you get a little fatigued, you're going to need to learn how to block how to slip, how to get inside. So a lot right. of guys have natural movement and they can't teach nobody when they retire. Right. Mm -hmm. So they can't teach nobody when they retire. But right. but the, that's the thing. That's the thing. You you Now me, I was taught how to just lay there, catch stuff, slip hair, cup like that, put your hands up, block. Okay? So I didn't have to move around. You know, I was comfortable mm -hmm. right there because I knew how to block, slip there, catch it, counter, back. There's a lot of guys that don't know how to do that, you know? And there's guys that move a lot. Name some of the guys mm -hmm. that, that's really good at it. Like Camacho, he was good at that. Um, 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 mm -hmm. Floyd Mayweather, yeah. he can't teach this. He can't teach this. But he right. moved. He can get out the way. He moved. And, and Aaron Pryor. And Aaron Pryor. Prince Nassim. And Aaron Pryor, yeah. Prince Nassim. But he is it's going to be hard for him to teach that yeah. natural movement. Yeah, that nat that natural dance style. Day. That natural mm -hmm. dance style is not going to be repeated. You won't see that ever again. He he did he did it he did it flawlessly. And you know, you have to be in shape. Yeah, because one if you're in a little bit lesser shape, you're gonna yeah. get it. They're yeah. gonna get you. You yeah. have to be in good shape. Floyd Mayweather is in top shape all the time. I seen him demonstrating, and it wasn't like he was fighting. It wasn't this, when he demonstrated, he didn't demonstrate the way he fight. So I was like, wow, he's got to be in top shape all the time. Mm -hmm. Because if he was in a little bit lesser shape, he could be in trouble. Yeah. Because if you notice, he don't sit there and go boom, boom. He'll like move a lot. He'll catch some of them. He's got natural uh, uh, radar. Yeah. Natural radar. <laughs> it's that don't get hit radar. Yeah. You see him. But he can't teach nobody. No, you can't. You can't. I hate to say this. I hate to say this because I love everybody. I seen him demonstrating, and I said, "Oh God, okay, he's another one. He's another one. He got natural ability." Yeah. And and sometimes you can't teach that. You can't teach it. Right. No. Well, like I said, I was watching a bit of that Aaron Pryor stuff just quick, and we'll end it all. Man, that that first Arguello fight, Pryor and Arguello. Holy cow. I'm telling you, Tim, those guys can I take a punch. And then I, I was like, I was, and then the two again, right? They had the two fight two, but man, Arguello was a tough yes, man. Oh my gosh. Was that guy tough? And Pryor surprised me because he took some vicious shots. And, and the funny thing about him was he get hit where he basically knock anybody else out, but he would throw harder shots after he got the super <laughs> shots. You know what His I mean? Was, was awkward too. I don't know, man. You guys out there anywhere in talk no. fight man, Tim will tell you. If you want to watch a really fun fight, Aaron Pryor and Alexis Arguello was over the yeah. top. 
There's a lot of movement. There's a lot of guys out there. You might get fooled because they move a lot and don't get hit. But when it comes time for them to show you, they can't because it's natural. And so a lot of people in the boxing world, they be watching. So, wow, he got a good defense. But he has to be able to teach the same thing when he retire, if he's going to be a trainer or help a group of people. So this is what I did. I learned. There is natural movement that you move naturally and get out of the way of punches you have to be real good at that and you have to be in good shape and what about the guys that's slow what about the guys that can't do that natural stuff they're going to have to settle down and learn how to pack a punch boom come over tight like this slip over here they have to learn the old time stuff um and um they a lot of those guys passed away i keep saying it and it's, it's harsh you can't find it that much around but emmanuel stewart if you watch him train with the pads I'm just saying. I just watched him change the page. He was like, and his and his nephew, Tyson Fury got his nephew. And I love everybody, but boxing people want to hear these things. You know, I don't want to talk bad about. I love I love everybody. I don't want to talk bad. You know, you just you see him, you see him. I seen him holding the pads. I said, oh god, okay. Tommy Hearns knocked out all those guys and made them big. Now there's another guy. There's another guy. Um. <laughs> Wait a minute. I'm getting old, guys. I'm getting old. Uh, um, let me see. What, what, what about, uh, what about, uh, okay, forget it. <laughs> hey, I'm not forget forgetful, but, well, but um, it's going to come to me. One of, one of our other hosts uh, had a, had a, 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 I don't know, a, a, one of the best fighters, as we all know, ever in the history of fighting on her show a couple of weeks ago. Here at Talk and Fight, uh, she had uh, her name's Brooke Deerdorf. She had Roy Jones Jr. interviewed Roy Jones Jr. for Talk and Fight, and he—it was an amazing, amazing interview talking to Roy Jones Jr. I was so blown away. But he mentioned one thing that really stuck with me as far as fighters, and I never really realized this, but maybe you can explain it a little more. He said everything he ever did started with his feet. With his feet, he said his footwork was where he. I forget the exact question she asked him, but he said it was all about footwork, at least for him. Did I don't think for, so. Like, it helps you. guys work actually have footwork. No, it helps you. It helps you. Um, when people start talking about footwork, I'll be scratching my head. I'll be saying, yeah, that could help you. Um, that could help you and everything. But, yeah, it can help you. But not like. But not like when somebody throwing punches at, yeah, it can, you can move out the way. But I, a lot of old timers never used, said a lot about footwork. Now these younger guys today talking about footwork, and I'll be like, I don't know what he, I, don't, I wonder what he's talking about. But you see a lot of old timers did have some footwork, but they never talked about it, that you got taught. Just remember mm-hmm. this. You never seen them like, oh, yeah, he, Sugar Ray Robinson had some really good footwork. You know, but you don't hear trainers really. When I was in the gyms, and I, I never heard footwork. Right. Now I do. I never heard footwork when I was at the old past young gym where where Sylvester Sloan he made the movie and stuff. That gym, I was in that gym up there when I first started. I never heard. I just I just heard the trainers put your feet here, get your balance right. But I never I never heard them teaching somebody footwork. Right. Okay. I, I, never, yeah. I, never, I never heard it either. Old I, timers I, I thought it was natural. Huh? I thought footwork was kind of natural, right? Do they yeah. train footwork? That's all. Yeah. What did Ali do? Well, Ali yeah, did exactly. it was, all it was natural. natural, but he also, I don't know. 
Yeah, but I never heard a trainer, old time trainer, say something like footwork. But he did teach you how to plant your feet, um, get the foundation right. But he yeah. never said anything more than that. And he showed you how to move forward, move backwards, move sideways. But not like the Sugar Ray Robinson where he moved and Ollie do the shuffle. Um, what what you mean yeah. by footwork, though? Anyway, what you mean by footwork? I want somebody to tell me. Neil? I, well, I, footwork as in being able to use the ring to your advantage with your feet and be able to throw combination punches in different with your feet in different positions. Footwork means being light. light. Being light on your feet. That's they never told feet. me. They never told me about footwork when I was. They just told us where to put the feet right. and which ways to move, but not to dance like Ali. Is that what you mean? Like to dance like Ali? Yeah. Something? Like, like, do they train that? Do you guys train for that stuff, nope. or if you either got it or you don't? I guess, right? No, no I think you can get taught, taught that. Um, I just, I just when I when you oh, we lost him. Or he frozen. Oh well, you footwork. Footwork. Oh, before uh, before I forget. Uh, yeah, I just I mean Miyamoto in action this weekend, guys. Our girl Miyamoto. Yeah. Uh, before before I forget. Yeah. Uh, Talk and fight is live streaming a fight tomorrow out of South yeah. Africa. Yes, eight a.m. Uh, we're looking forward to uh, live streaming one fight a week. Yes. Uh, when Tim comes back, uh, I'm going to ask him about uh, Francois. We, we in the West call it Botha, but okay. apparently, according to uh, the people in South Africa, it's Botha? Boeta. Uh, but anyway, uh, he's a former heavyweight. He fought Mike Tyson. Okay. Um, anyway, he's organizing a fight a week for us Excellent. Uh, to live stream. So Excellent. the first one will be tomorrow. So shout out to Miyamoto taking on yep. Ellen Simwaka for to defend her IBO World Super Bantam title. Yep. Uh, in 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 undercard action, we got Jerome Pampoloni, same camp, uh, looking to fight, taking on uh, Luvio Cizani for the IBF Intercontinental Light Heavy Championship that's vacant. Uh, hopefully, our man Jerome brings that title back to Peach Boxing, where you know they're producing nothing but champions over there. Also, Lanny Daniels, heavyweight. Uh, taking on Rizal Mohammed for the IBF World Heavy Title, guys. So there's some more action you can uh, you can watch. This one's Saturday, the 26th. This one is Event Finda Stadium, Auckland, New Zealand, where you will find this fight. Nice. Yes. Just thought I'd uh, mention that. Nice. Definitely. Uh, you know, we're behind Mia and and everything that she's doing for women's boxing. Coming through, kicking ass, you know, taking <laughs> taking names and kicking ass, man. Let's let's be honest. And so, she was she have five kids or something like that. Five, yes, mother, single mother of five. Uh, now in Incredible. her professional in her professional boxing career, she is sixteen and zero with six KOs. Also set history by becoming the first four division New Zealand women's champion. Wow. This girl is setting records, and uh, I'm, I'm glad to say that I uh, introduced her to Talk and Fight. And, uh, yeah, right after she turned pro, man, she's gone up five different weight classes and uh, kicked ass in every single one. So, yeah. you know, shout out to her. Uh, you know, that that division, I must say, that division, that super bantam, there's, uh, you know, there's a lot of belts up for grabs there. There's going to be some definite, uh, you know, kicking ass here, man. 
she's gonna she's gonna definitely come up that uh, that super bantam championship wait list there and just start taking these belts and accumulating them all can't wait wow i had to get back yes we you got back prediction you see that uh-oh Phone's oh, you're back. You got me back on. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. You hear me? Yeah, yeah for okay. sure. I'm sorry. I got to get this thing right. Yeah. Shania, <laughs> help me. I don't know if the battery going dead. <laughs> oh, man. That was good what y'all was talking about. So we're going to do uh, Grant, Grant, Tim, guys, are we going to do some predictions for these big fights this weekend? Does everybody have a prediction? Like the big ones. I think Usyk's gonna beat Dubois. The Chargers over there. I think yeah. I think if it goes if it goes to the cards, yeah. But um, I think Dubois. I think Dubois has a, has a puncher's chance to knock him out. I'm not gonna say he doesn't. You know. Yeah. Every fighter has that chance, but it depends how hard you can punch. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Depends where you punch. I like the liver shots personally. Oh, there's See, been a lot of those lately. See, everybody was talking, plug it in, Shania. Everybody talking about, like me and Brian, my marketing guy for the YouTube channel, was talking about the liver punch. They never taught us about the liver punch, but I went through it with them just to, to uh, so so people could know where my trainer never told me about a liver. He just said the area. And, and other trainers um, never, but they did talk about the solar punch. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's one thing I did hear a lot about. The make if you hit there, there's no muscle there, and you can hurt yeah, it. But didn't nobody deliberately say about the liver. I did hear it some, but not they really didn't emphasize a lot about it. Yeah. Well, I like it when it happens. Nothing like a good gut shot, man, to make you to make you feel feel good, make you feel sleepy. You're gonna be watching the fight this weekend, Tim. The 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 big fight. What, what fight is it? Alexander Yusick versus Daniel Dubois. Oh, Daniel Dubois. Who did Daniel Dubois fought before? He fought um, the big fight over in England. Who did he fight? Uh, Not Joshua. He fought Joshua. Only, he fought, a, you, did he fight Yusick? His only loss before? was to Joe Joyce. Oh, Joe Joyce. Okay. Joe Joyce. Who broke, and who, Joe who broke, Joyce lost who broke his orbital bone. So that's why I say, you know, if Yusick's got a chance to – He's gonna go for that that same level bone. You, if you don't know how to fight movers, it's gonna be complicated. Yeah. And I talked about it on the show before. Um, you go to the movers, you go to the body, and later on in the fight, you try to get to the head. Mm -hmm. The body is so easy to hit, and they move this way. You just touch that. They move that way. You touch that. That gives your brain confidence. At least I'm touching them. Then you start. You got to go hard on them. I said this before on your show, on the show, that Mike the Bounty Hunter was one of the best movers. He made Tyson mad. He made all these other guys mad. And we found out a way to slow him down. We went to the body. You got to be in shape, too. Because mm -hmm. Yusef just moves. You got to be in shape to keep that pressure on him. And you will definitely get him. You got, and keep your defense tight. So that's, 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 um, that's important. You got to put pressure. You got to be in shape and put pressure. Going to body is big. But this head is, is a smaller target. Yeah. Touch everything. That's confidence. You're touching this. You're touching this. The, 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 the mover going to be like, he's going to be mad because you're touching him. He don't want to get touched. Mm -hmm. 
I'm serious. He don't want the bounty hunter cuss me out. He cussed them out. He said, you fuck you. He was cussing the bounty hunter. That's my man. Do you ever heard of Mike the bounty hunter? Oh, yeah. I heard of him. He, oh, yeah. he was a good mover, man. Ooh, and he cussed Slim out. He got mad at me. He took his he took his headgear off and threw it at Slim and got out. That's Tyson. He was sparring with Tyson before. He could, and Tyson couldn't get him. Huh. Yeah, man. I think he finally got him, but somebody told me that he was also making Tyson like angry. <laughs> it's just take it like the bounty hunter and watch his movie. Yeah, yeah, he was hunter, hard to hit. Hunter was 26 and 7 and 2. Wow. 20. Okay. Yeah. Did you ever watch him? I saw yeah, I saw I saw the way he moved. You couldn't he was like, oh man, it's it's weird. He kind of he kind of moved kind of like you know, like he was you couldn't touch this guy. All different kinds like, of yeah. ways. He like you know he was he was doing that whole like hey man I'm gonna limbo right under that shot and bang 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 yo he just he would switch feet yeah. he would make his lead fit and go in the back then go this way yeah. and all you gotta do is go to the body yeah. right here yeah. so if his hands out there just slap that because mentally he don't want to get touched right that's, he wants oh I'm pretty don't touch me but if you touch something it'll register in his brains oh man okay you got me touch him on the shoulder you ain't even got to touch him hard push him hit him and then you got to rough him up eventually you do have to try to rough him up he got mad he cussed everybody out we was in Don King's camp he got mad and cussed everybody out yeah so it sounds like you're picking Dubois um Dubois that has to come back. Didn't he lose? Honestly, he's 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 finished all four fights since returning after that broken orbital. Yeah. Oh, he went through four fights. Um so I think his orbital's all right. <laughs> you, you, hey, listen, your opinion is just as good as mine. I mean, I'm not up on things. And and do I do believe though that Yusef has a lot of big fights he, that he could be in uh, up, you know, in front of him. Um, and he's going to take Dubois serious. I do believe that Dubois don't know how to deal with his movement. No, I, so, I don't think so. yeah, I don't think so either. I don't think he does. I don't think Dubois could deal with his movement. He might be strong. He might could get shots in there. But Yusef is not coming to lose, and he's going to do that movement, that same old movement. And if yeah. you don't have somebody telling you how to deal with that movement, it's going to be really complicated. And and he's he's got him. He's outweighed him by like almost fourteen pounds. So. Dubai don't put pressure on people. No. He just buys. Yeah, he, yeah, he's a boss. You got to put pressure on you, Yusef. Well, see, here's the thing. Usyk's going to come forward. Usyk. Usyk's a forward fight. He's, gonna, he's a front foot fighter, man. He's going to come forward. He's going to bring that fight to Dubois. And it's going to be up to Dubois to literally stand his ground and fight him. Because, you know, Dubois's not a runner. He's not good at running away. Right? right? So this is going to be a good match. And I think we're going to see we're going to see a good battle here. Uh, but... Let's be real, man. It's, you know, Ukrainian Independence Day. He's got, you know, the hometown crowd's going to be in Poland watching him. That has a lot to do, too. You know, he, you got Dubois, who's coming into another country. He's the enemy. That's what it's going to be. You know, every time he gets in there, walking up to the ring, he's going to get booed. Every time he Where's does something, he's going to get booed. It's in Poland. Oh, Poland. Yeah, it's in Poland. So, yeah. <clears throat> so what about baby Anderson, Jared, guys? All just the way. quick. Anybody yep. got prediction? Yeah, Jerry's gonna rock Big baby. Give me you know about Anderson, he's Jared Anderson. That, he's he fighting that, he's African dude. No, he's fighting. Uh, he's fighting in uh, uh, Tulsa, Oklahoma. Okay, who is he fighting? He's fighting a Ukrainian yeah. guy. Funny enough, Rudenko. 
Okay. Rudenko. I think I've seen him before. He's a tough, he's a huh? tough guy. Rudenko's a tough Rudenko's guy. Well, a I did, tough real guy. quick, I did see a little bit of baby in this. I mean, I know you love him too. I know you love him, Mike. But I did see him when they started throwing punches at him that he like got a little confused he did. at one point. He did. You know, but, so. but he's only been brought the distance once in his career. And uh, what, what we were all impressed by, which I was impressed by, that he wasn't, he didn't look uncomfortable. He looked very comfortable going the distance. Uh, you could see in the corner, his corner is like, listen, the knockout's not going to happen. So now we're just going to finish the fight and win this on points. Okay. He went out and he did exactly what his corner did and told him. And that's one thing. This is not, as much as they say it's a single man sport and you're the man in there, if you don't listen to your corner and what your corner is telling you, then, the, you know. How, how, how many rounds was left when he told him the knockout's not going to come? I think there was. I would never tell my boxer that a knockout that's not going to come. Well, he said you're not going to finish him. You're not going to finish him quick because he wasn't able to. He, he gave him everything that he had. The guy just ate it. He was just coming forward. He was just one of those relentless fighters where, you know, no matter how much you throw, the later you get, you're getting tired. You know, you haven't been these these rounds before yet. Yeah. You know, you could, I respect that, but I would never, never tell my boxer that if a knockout is never going to come. Well, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I would never tell him that. He, he, well, yeah, no, I'm just I, saying, I, I would never tell him, hey, too, no, too. you know, the knockout not going to come. So just try to do this. I'm not going to tell a boxer that. <laughs> No, I'm not. No, okay. I'm not going to say that. No. Well, this is what he was told. I'm not yeah. down in you. You my partner. We family. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm just saying. I yeah. would never tell him the knock, knock, the knockouts. Not. I'm just. Come. I'm just. I was just impressed the way he was able to listen. You know, because okay. there's a lot of these fighters that don't listen. You know, they had a game plan. The game plan was here. We're going to do this. We're going to execute it this way. It didn't end up working out that way. So they went to Plan B, and Plan B was, hey, just finish strong, and that's what he did. He came out. He finished okay. strong. So, you know, don't look for the knockout, but yeah, if the yeah. knockout comes, do it. But don't worry about that. Just finish this fight. Finish it strong. He did it, and he looked comfortable doing it. So we, we yeah. know he can be brought the distance, but let's be real. This kid doesn't like to go the distance. He doesn't like to work overtime. He's going to look to finish it quick. And and I think he's going to come through real fast here, man. Rodinu, like, this kid, you know, he's 30, he's 40 years old. This is his last run, okay? Even – yeah. There's a 16-year no, difference between the in two, two right? In 2006, man, you know, he's a 40-year-old fighter. He's, you know, he's, he's he's there, like, but he hasn't taken on too many people, man. He's fought only really in the Ukraine, uh, Poland, Germany. Uh, he's fought in, in Russia. Uh, so he's never really been, you know, he fought Lucas Brown back in uh, 2014. Uh, there's a name that we know, right? And Huey Fury. So Lucas Brown, Huey Fury, back-to-back -back losses, and then he goes on a seven-fight streak here, but of nobodies, right? And then I'm not, I'm not doubting you because we partners, but finishing strong is almost like telling them to try to knock them out. Okay, finishing up strong. No, I'm just language. Yeah. Finish up strong is almost like saying, you know, try to take it to him, try to take it to him in our language, yeah. like try to try to get him. Or something like that. Finishing up strong, maybe look good until the bell rings. Yeah. You know, stuff like that. Go ahead. I'm no, sorry. This guy is, he's also lost to uh, uh, Ajit Kabyal. He's lost to Zeli Zhang. Uh, he lost to uh, uh, Vladislav Serenko. So, you know, Jared Anderson, I, I think, I think you know, he's going to have a tough time with Jared Anderson. I think Jared Anderson is okay. just going to bring it to this guy. I don't think we're going to see, uh, you know, too much of a fight. I don't think it's going, I don't think it's going the distance. 
When is this fight? When this is this tomorrow night? Start 10 30, uh, 10 30 ESPN. So, who I got to talk to the mafia boss to get the. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta, I gotta start. I gotta start. Like I keep saying over and over again, watch these fights and get involved with, with, with the youth. Yeah, man. The youth, the boxing. There's a lot of good ones coming yeah. up. Definitely. A lot of good heavyweights, Tim. Like you, you, you're an expert, right? So these, these kids are are good. We got a, a good one in Canada here. Yeah. A couple of good ones here in Canada. There's great ones in the United States. Obviously, there's a couple in Britain. Like they're. There, there's a really they, good I bet you they all good offense too. They all good offensively, right? Yeah, all good offense. That's right. <laughs> I don't see much defense out of any of them. Back in the day, I'm telling you, back in the day, that's why I see it right off the back. I see it right off the back, and I'm like, it probably sounds like a broken record to to maybe you guys or other people, <laughs> but that's the first thing I see. I'm like, oh god. This guy got to keep his hands up. Hopefully their trainers are listening. You know what I mean, Tim? Hopefully their <laughs> trainers are listening yeah. to, to you. There's no defense nowadays. You got to have both. I was in the gym the other day. There was this – I was in um, – matter of fact, I started going back to my uh, son's gym because I was in – I'm going to make it public. <clears throat> I was in Joe Hands. Joe Hands, if you ever know, he was a boxing promoter. I was going to his gym because me and my, my my son, it was just too crowded and it was too frustrated. He was trying to get things done. So I just left out the gym and I started going to Joe Hands. Then I had this other little Spanish nice guy. I tell him I love him after it was over. But they, I was telling him real quick, when your back is against the rope, when your opponent back is against the rope, that's his support. Look, I learned from some of the good guys. I'm going to tell you this. Your opponent back is against the rope. That's his support, right? And I told him, tell your boxer to go to the side of the rope so he'll turn away from his support. The ropes is here. Right. So if he go this side right. or that side, he's turning away from his support. Fight him on the side. So he he got mad at me, started getting loud at me, and said, yo, blah, blah. And then you wind up to I said, no. I said, no, it's not like that. Your, your opponent got his back against the rope. That's his support. He could bounce and punch you and everything. But when you step to the side, you can't do that. No, you step to the yeah. side, you're losing your support. Yeah. Either side. So when you're mm -hmm. you boxers out there, when you approach somebody and you're back on and your opponent back on the ropes, don't fight him too much in front of him. Turn, go to the side of the ropes so he turned away from his support. Play, play the angle. The kid got mad at me because he didn't. The kid got mad at me because he didn't know all that, and he started talking all on you. Blah, blah, blah. So I said, you know what? I've been going to gyms and I don't want to get them upset. I said, I love you, brother. I walked out the gym. I've been going to my son's gym, uh, training my grandson. And um, we get ready to do something with Tommy Morrison's wife on next Wednesday. She's coming in town. We're going to talk about Tommy, the oh, Duke wow. Morrison. Yeah. Did he really, did he get killed? Did they poison, Um, did he, did he die from AIDS or did he get poisoned or something like that? So she's going to come and she's they're coming in town on Wednesday. And somebody from Canada, somebody's from England is coming in. Yeah. And they're going to do some video and we're going to talk about Tommy Morrison. They, I think they got the money, guys, to, uh, to, to, to make his movie or whatever it is. His wife called me up and they're coming in. So nice. um, just talk to me like Monday or Tuesday to see if, because they would probably like to um, give some information now. I'm not going to let you know on Friday Excellent. or whatever. Yeah. So that's what we're doing this week coming up. Awesome. That's awesome, Tim. That's awesome. 
We've run into whoa, he's keeping me busy. He won't he won't let me know the secrets of all this. <laughs> Mike, you got the secrets of the of the getting the fights and everything. I'm gonna have to come up there. All right. I'm gonna have to yeah. <laughs> Well, okay. I guess uh I guess that's it, right? Nice long yeah. show today. How much time yeah, is it? We're at an hour, an hour and 12 minutes. It was a good one. Oh, that was beautiful. Yeah. Just remember, guys, defense is just as important as offense. Yes. Just remember that. I'm going to say that every show. Uh, yeah. Defense is just as good as offense. Some guys made it with just offense, but if you try to talk to them when they retire, you might not understand their words. <laughs> <laughs> hey, That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Well said. Well, well guys, my opinion. I guess uh, I guess that's it for today's show. Well, thank you for all the fans that are watching around the world. Thank you for everybody who's going to tune in later on when they download it off Podbean. Thank you to everybody, all the fans. If we weren't, uh, you know, if you guys were in here, we wouldn't be doing this. We're doing it for you. We got to go get to work so you guys don't have to. We will be back <laughs> on Sunday with the Knockout of the Week. Make sure you join us for that. Also, remember, fighting solves everything. We'll see you next time. Bye, guys. Okay.